New to the living healthy lifestyle or a healthy living veteran, this is your place for honest answers. Naturally Savvy with registered holistic nutritionist Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis. Hello, hello, everybody. It's Andrea Donsky here. Lisa Davis is away today, but she will be back next time. I'm looking forward to her coming back. Today, we have a very special show. And when Lisa told me about today's guest, she knew I would love it. And she sent me her website. And she's like, Andrea, you have to check it out. She is so up your alley. And definitely, Kimberly McGeorge, you are right up my alley, a naturopath, an herbologist, and a frequency medicine practitioner. So I would love you to introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about what you do and what does it mean to practice frequency medicine? Yeah, really quick. Thank you so much for having me, by the way. I'm really excited to be here. How fun. About um, 17 years ago, I discovered frequency medicine because I was having a health crisis and I was using a biofeedback machine that is similar to an MRI and an echocardiogram. And it's just very specific. Um, They're very general, but you know, what the work we do is very specific And when I first went on this machine for my own health crisis, I'm like, I knew, I just knew in my heart that this was what I was going to be doing the rest of my life, that this was really the solution to my imbalances, as well as to many of my clients, because I've been practicing as a naturopath, and I got so sick of handing out $500 to $1,000 bags of supplements. I'm sure you understand Mm. what I'm talking about. Mm, So to find out that, you know, I'm like, what's deeper, what's deeper, what's the root, what's the root? And so to discover which many people before me discovered it, much wiser than I, Tesla and Bull and, you know, these, these beautiful, beautiful, you know, men that really paved the way. But it was just so exciting to discover that really we're frequency, everything in the universe is frequency. So when we match those frequencies, we can really affect rapid change without all the huge expense. Hmm. Now, when you talk about frequency, I mean, I have a practitioner that I see and she's always talking about raising my vibration, raising my frequency. So for those who are you know, listening and maybe may have not heard or maybe don't really understand what frequency means, what vibration means, maybe you can give us a little bit of a background of what you mean by, you know, we're, we're all frequency, like our whole, we're, we're energy, we're frequency. What does that mean to the person who's listening to go, okay, I need a little bit of a better understanding. Sure. Um, well, basically, we're all radio towers. You guys drive around and you see radio towers, cell phone towers. So we're all cell phone towers and we're all cell phone receivers. And we have our own unique, which is super cool, just like we're our own unique soul. We're our own unique radio frequency that can actually be measured by those in the know that have the right equipment. And we actually have a theory that intuitives and psychics really work by being able to kind of read frequencies like some of this equipment can. So they're not like magical, mystical. It really kind of boils down to hardcore science, which is really, you know, kind of fascinating to me Mm. as well. So you have a unique frequency that nobody else out of 8 billion people on the planet have. And that frequency may be high. It may be low. It may be balanced. It may be imbalanced. Um, But your unique frequency will go the next layer down, comes from the sum total of every single frequency in your energy field around you and in your physical body. So if you have parasites, those are vibrating, right? And if you have certain emotions, Mm -hmm. those are vibrating. And, you know, the colors in your aura are vibrating and viruses and bacteria and hormones and, you know, on and on. So that becomes the sum total of you, including, guess what? Your thoughts, every single word has a specific frequency. So your thoughts are also the frequency, which is where we get the emphasis on mindset and how powerful and profound it is in shifting the physical body. Hmm. 
So when you're practicing, when you say, you know, you practice frequency medicine, what exactly does that mean when you're working with somebody, let's say one-on-one, or if you're, I think you're teaching more um, now than working one-on-one in terms of practicing, but tell us a little bit about how, maybe it's even an example of how you've helped somebody or how someone could be helped through frequency medicine. Oh, absolutely. And I actually do still do some one-on-one long distance work. And I was working with um, a woman who's actually a head of a convent in Iowa and she's been a long time client and she came to me and she said, you know, I'm not sleeping really well. I'm not feeling really well. And we use a number of different machines and equipment um, and, and technical applications. But so I ran her through our equipment and as well as using my own, you know, years of experience as you do and intuition. And I said, well, I'm not going to say her name, but I said, hey, you know, you're really under a lot of stress and you're giving, 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 and you're not opening up to receive and you're not taking the time for breath and you're not relaxing and so what the technology is showing us, which isn't really me telling her, it's her telling me, right, from her frequency, mm-hmm. it's telling yep. you that your heart is under a lot of stress and your blood pressure is up and please, please stop. Like your stress levels through the roof, your nervous system's always on, you have mm-hmm. to stop. And even though she's been a long time client and she adores me and I adore her, you know what she said? She said, what? that is BS. She said, that is BS. What? And I said, what? Okay. <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> she goes, I don't have any problems with my heart. I've never had any problems with my heart. I've never had any history of family heart disease. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I just wanted to tell you what your body was saying, and we moved on. And this is not necessarily a good story, but it's a great illustration of how this works. So I got the call, and I knew as soon as they started with her name, I knew what it was. She's had a huge heart attack, um, almost died. She ended up being in ICU for four months, and she just now went into the step-down unit in the nursing home, and she's been on a trach. And I just, it breaks my heart. I mean, it excites me in a way, and I don't mean that in a mean way. It breaks my heart, though. I'm like, ah, let's just listen. Let's just listen to our bodies. Because what's it freed me up from, from functioning as a naturopath is I used to use my intuition. I used to use AK, you know, applied kinesiology, and I used these great tools. But there was an aspect that I was still guessing. I couldn't see the whole picture. But now we have these great computer programs that run on the back-end numbers, And the amount of information that I can share with someone is just specific and it's profound and it's super accurate. Somebody wrote me last night and they sent me a message and they're like, oh, by the way, so-and-so just went for their blood test and they validated everything you told him. And I'm like, if I had a dollar for everyone that told me that I could buy an island and retire, I mean, but it's not me. And that's what's so cool. It's so cool to empower people and say that you guys work, your bodies work, your mind works, your emotions work. Would you say it's similar to a medical intuitive? You know, I, I've done medical intuitive work, and how I describe medical intuitive work is I get inside you, I crawl around in your blood, I crawl around in your liver, I this sound fun to you. It's actually not super fun. It's kind of gross. Okay. And that's how I used to work. I used to be like, oh, there's something really funky kind of going on in the liver. But it's not intuition. It's fact. It's your body. Your body's saying, hey, I have this parasite. Hey, I have repressed anger. Hey, I have programming that needs to release. Hey, I have some DNA issues that you looked at. Hey, I'm not sleeping. But the beauty is that it's not just like what's in balance. The beauty is, hey, out of 5,000, you know, sleep things, I want this. And when you take this, because, you know, there's 8 billion people that might not be sleeping, but they're all not sleeping for different reasons. But guess what? Your supercomputer body, brain, soul knows why you aren't sleeping. And that's what excites me so much. This is such, it's the medicine of the future. It's so individualized. It's only about you. No two sessions have ever been the same, regardless if people bring the same issues. 
So you look, so in terms of how you scan people, you look, you could just see their frequencies. You said you do some, you know, long distance um, interviews as well, but do you see frequencies from like, uh, you know, being whether you see them or you could just see them with your third eye? Like, how does it work, I guess, in terms of when you're working with somebody? Well, now, I mean, before I think I did recognize a lot of frequencies, when you're in the frequency, and you guys know, because every single person that's listening to my voice has walked into a house and said, ooh, this feels really yuck. Like, I don't like this house. Like, something happened here. Or you've walked in a place mm-hmm. that's really fun, and you've been like, oh, I just feel so serene, and I just feel love. Well, what are you doing? You know, you're like, oh, you're using your intuition. You're really reading frequencies, because frequencies mm-hmm. actually get stuck in the walls and stuck in our stuff. Mm-hmm. And so you're reading layers and layers of frequencies, like the sum total. So we all read frequencies. But now we actually have technology that can be used in person and long distance that became, and people are like, no, my brother, it's so funny. You know, your family's always the worst subject. My brother's like, what you do is witchcraft. I'm like, really? <laughs> you guys don't have a cell phone? You guys don't have satellite TV? And you know, the best <laughs> way to explain this, I'm so happy Amazon came out with this, those little dash buttons. If you guys don't know what dash buttons are, look them up. But those little dash buttons, like literally, I'm telling you, I love bounding paper towels and I don't get paid by them. I just love them. But I can push a dash button and That's I get hilarious. paper towels, like they appear in two days at my doorstep. Like the frequencies awesome. don't work. So we're okay with that. But we're right. not okay with saying somebody in North Carolina, which is where I live, can see me in Germany and read my frequencies. But we should be because we are using wicked cool technology even right now, right? Hmm. Amazing. You know, it's so cool. So what would be the difference then between energy and frequency? I see as energy as more a like frequency falls under energy, but you can actually use, um, you know, like energy in a sentence with frequency. You know, you could say mm-hmm. we brought up someone's energy by using A, B, C, D, E, F frequencies. So another really quick way to explain frequency is let's say, you know, you just know the doctors told you or, you know, you have a cold and you're like, oh, I should take some vitamin C. Well, there's a number of ways you could get vitamin C. You could go get an orange or you could get your bottle of vitamin C or you could get some emergency and, you know, a powder and put it in your water. Well, your body, as you know, doesn't have like tons of great enzymes usually. It may not be functioning optimally, but we don't know how much of that vitamin C you're going to absorb. But the beautiful thing is there's a frequency for vitamin C. And we know that we can give your holographic energy field that frequency that you will receive the full amount of what we give you frequency-wise versus all this physical product. When you see something physical, it vibrates in energy at a lower density than just pure frequency. You know, it's interesting because it reminds me a little bit even about homeopathics because I was just in my homeopathic today, homeopath today, and she was saying, we were talking about a, a remedy that she had given somebody. And she said, even if the person keeps that remedy in their pocket, they're still going to get that frequency from or the, for the vibration from the actual homeopathic remedy. So I think it's one of those things that we just, you know, now we're starting to, I mean, we've understood it for a long time, but I think it's becoming more mainstream where people are understanding vibration and frequency and that there's so much more to us than just what we see. Right. So I think it's incredible what you're doing. So I would love, I want to go back to the story you were talking about the woman with her heart issue. So let's say that she had listened to you and said, Oh, you know what? You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. What can I do about it? How would you have helped her? So if she didn't have to end up in the, you know, ICU. And again, I mean, it wouldn't be me. It would be like we would dig deeper down into her body and say, okay, well, your physical heart is saying this. Go right now to the cardiologist 
and have these tests run, which she refused to do. I did actually recommend that. Whenever that anything medical comes up, I do send people for blood tests, for lab work, for medical testing, because right. not only that it's ethical and I have to legally, but it's also they need to see that because they're programmed and conditioned in this reality that you have to have that. They don't understand how this works, so they need that proof. So I feel that by sending her there would have been, I mean, they would have gotten it. They would have found it because, you know, it was obviously pretty advanced. So that would have stopped it alone. But in the meantime, you know, I would have seen what her body said. Her body may have said cayenne, which equalizes blood pressure in the body. Her body, you know, might have said, you know, many, many things, Um, obviously less stress, which it did say. And she could have immediately changed her workload or she could have taken some vacation. She could have changed her, of course, diet, right? Maybe cut down on meat and onto a plant-based or a juicing diet for a while. So the body actually, as you know, just wants to so badly come to homeostasis. If you work with it in any little way, it's going to go exponentially further than even whatever money or time or discipline or effort that you put into balancing it. Hmm. And, you know, let's talk excuse me, a little bit about emotions because a lot, you know, I remember learning a long time ago that once the body physically manifests, let's say a dis-ease then, or some type of whatever it is, a challenge, it generally starts from an emotional issue, right? So what are some of the emotions that you have helped people overcome in terms of, so that it doesn't get there, right? Like what are some of the emotions you see that are pretty recurrent in the clients that you're working with? And I don't think this is going to surprise anyone in the audience at all. Anger is probably Mm. top. This good old generalized anger is probably the number one emotion that we see come up when we do a general overarching scan. And then this may surprise some people, though. One of the other top ones is rage. And I find that so interesting because I think many, many people, whether it's a breakup or abuse in childhood or, or your partner betrayed you in business, but many of us don't know what to do with bigger than anger, the things that really take us off, that make us want to do big, horrible, horrific things, you know, that's not acceptable in society to feel that way, right? So what do we do it? We stuff it. Where does it go? It has to go somewhere. So if your liver's not working optimally, if your blood's not flowing optimally, if your lymph system isn't working optimally, it's going to go to where your weak areas are genetically. It's going to go to your brain cells. It's going to go to your liver. It's going to get stuck in your left leg or you know, different places. And then, like you said, all problems, all physical disease starts in the outer energy and emotional layer, and then it works its way in. So when we allow ourselves to process, and process doesn't always mean like take it on ourselves, you know, you do go see a counselor, a therapist, you do talk to friends and family, you do take supplements or even sometimes medicine to balance brain chemicals to help you work through it. But we just aren't allowed, specifically in America and Canada, to process our emotions. It's it's not okay. It's not okay to feel rage. So the first thing you can do is always tell yourself it's okay to feel whatever you feel. It is what it is what it is. And it's okay. We're not taught that. Hmm. Uh, You know, it's so funny. My mother recently was, she said her new favorite mantra was it is what it is. And I found a (laughs) mug (laughs) and I bought it for her and I bought one for myself. So we both have our mugs that say it is what it is. That's hilarious. I bought my daughter a magnet for her refrigerator and, and I'm staying at her house right now and it's on there. So that's what reminded me actually of that. But it's true. I love that too. That's hilarious. That's 
Hilarious. Okay. So now tell us a little bit. So let's say, you know, we're li- people are listening right now. They're like, okay, so I get it, Kimberly. I hear what you're saying. What could they do that if they wanted to, let's say, deal with some anger, with some rage that they have, and it's, maybe it's suppressed rage or anger or sadness or whatever it is, how could they do, what could they do to help themselves emotionally to keep themselves more at peace and more stable? Right. And I'm going to give you a couple different answers. So we know that body work and releasing the fascia is really helpful in releasing emotions. So there's a good chance that by, uh, you know, going to a massage, going to um, an acupuncturist or, um, you know, any kind of body work, Reiki, uh, as well as being physical, physically working out, physically exercising, we know that that's going to help release. So intense exercise, and we do scans, sometimes intense exercise comes up as a request of the body. You can also go the other way. You can go into what? You can go into breath. Another thing that comes up a lot in scans is, and this always blows me away, Andrea, five minutes of silence. How could your world change today or tomorrow or next week if you started incorporating five minutes of silence? Not only is it good for processing and saying, okay, I'm in my body, I'm going to sink down, how do I really feel? What do I need to work on? You know, am I seeking any emotions? Am I feeling happy? Am I feeling free? You know, you also go into creation when you go into silence. So really great things can happen out of meditation and silence as well. You know, I love that you said that because, you know, even exercises like boxing, right? Things that are going to, you know, physically you kind of, you release that anger, you kind of get rid of that emotion. But I, I, it's so interesting that you're talking about fascia because I see a practitioner and she was telling me this was back in December. She's like, your fascia is really, you know, it's, it's tight. You have to really stretch your fascia. And I've been consciously doing it now. Every time I work out, I literally, I put my head forward and I stretch the fascia along my back. And when I get massages, my favorite part is when they really, they pick up the fascia and they really release it. So it's it's, it's so interesting because I never really heard, I mean, I knew that it's good, but I didn't really know why. So it's very interesting that you mentioned that now. So pretty cool. Cool. And acupuncture too, which is great. So these are easy things that people can do that can help them right away. That's going to help them release those emotions is what you're saying. Well, absolutely. You can also, you know, we're talking about release, so we can also what? We can also bring in the positive. So let's say, you know, Google on the internet, 528 hertz is the frequency of love. Mm. So everyone's like, oh, I want to bring more love in my life. Should I get a puppy? Should I start a new relationship? You don't have to. Just bring love into your life. Bring the frequency of love into your life. Write it out. You know, we do spelling. Words are spelled. Words are frequencies. Write out 528 if you can't find it. But you can actually download songs and music and, and things with these beautiful, you know, frequencies of peace and love and joy, the actual frequency, and play it, what, into your house. That's going to correct any layers of the couple that lived there before that got divorced because they were always screaming at each other, right? (laughs) One thing we learn about frequency is when you start really getting into the study of frequency, we find out everything matters. You want to be high vibration, like your practitioner says. You need to change every single thing in your inner environment, in your physical body, in your energy field, and in the places you live, your offices, the places you go to, the people you hang around. But, you know, start small. Start with the things we talked about today because it can be overwhelming. But I find it, Andrea, very, very empowering that we can raise our own vibration and we don't always have to spend a lot of money. You know, one thing I was taught is you could you know, just say to yourself, like, five, two, eight, open heart. And keep saying it until your vibration changes, like until you feel it. And you'll feel it. You'll feel like a shiver or you'll feel something shift. And then you say 528, activate. And that also can help bring up that vibration to that 528. Absolutely. I love that you shared that. Absolutely. Um, One thing that comes up for a lot of people is a lack of self-love and a need for self-approval. So anytime we're working with 
love and ourselves, it's going to make you happier, healthier. I think exactly. And I love that you said, I think anything that's going to make us happier, healthier, better, less angry, less sad, whatever it is. And I, listen, we're a work in progress, right? I mean, that that's life, a work in progress. So Kimberly, I'm so, you know, when Lisa said she was ex- so excited when you were coming on, because she said, Andrea, you are going to love her. Just like I said in the opening, and I, she was right. She was right. You're right up my alley, and I think it's great. So well, can I share something with you really quick? Not to interrupt yeah, you, please. but I actually, yeah. I actually scanned you from a picture on the internet because we work with birthdays and pictures. So I got your picture. I was stalking you, Ooh. but I just wanted to share the audience. <laughs> this is a compliment. We're not going to go negative. We're going to stay positive. Of course, everybody has imbalances, but I just wanted to share with the audience and you that you are super balanced in love and that you, I didn't look at rage, but you don't have anger in your field at all. So I thought that was really Aww. cool. That is really cool. Well, thank you for sharing that. So I would love people to learn more about you. Where can they find you? How can I see that you have a podcast, which is really exciting. Maybe you could tell people how they can listen to some of your podcasts, but also if they want to go to your website and if they want to have a session with you, how can people find you? Sure. Secret to everything.com. Um, I'm on iTunes where I'm blog talk radio. My podcast is the same name. I'm all over social media. Sometimes the best way is just to drop my name in or drop my business name in and Google me because we're out there. You can find me. Secret to I like it. Well, thank you so much, Kimberly, for coming on our podcast. And we will for sure have you back. We're going to dip, we'll dig deeper next time. And oh, uh, it's really so much kind of fun. Thank you. Love thank you it. so much. Yay. I love it. I'm Andrea Donsky along with Lisa Davis, who is not here today, but she will be back next time. You're listening to Naturally Savvy Radio. Like us on all social media at Naturally Savvy at Andrea Donsky, at Radio MD, and at Health Media Gal One. Thanks for listening, everyone. Raise your vibration and your frequency. Stay well.